the Weekly Fantasy Roundup, hosted by Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Skinner, joined by my co-host and good friend, Mr. Joel Bryant. How's it going, friend? How you doing? Hope it works the best. I feel like there's going to be some pain tonight. Pain? Oh, like, is this a uh, pegging night for you? <laughs> what the fuck's pegging night? Oh, yeah, sure. Pretend you don't know. I like that. What the fuck is have, pegging, pegging night? I have no idea what you're talking about. Just ask Cam and Megan what pegging night is. They'll tell you. Is that like a newfie thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not a newfie thing, no. No. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure, yep. I've considered this is a unique position for me. Last year, I was just locked in at the one seed, so I couldn't do anything. But this is unique in the sense that I'm clinched. I thought about maybe, like, pulling a Joel, just benching everyone, seeing if I could fall a couple places and get a more favorable matchup. Well, the problem is that there's too much uncertainty at the bottom. Right. No, the, bottom, the problem is you're going to have to weather the outcry that comes with it. Well, there's no outcry. I mean, Spencer, Spencer, no, you, you give Davin a free win and you don't think there'll be any outcry at all. Hey, yeah, that's a good point. And I remember years ago, do you recall the uh, the D'Angelo Williams fiasco mm-hmm. that uh, cost him outpouring to the point where I literally changed the waiver system? I was like, Power, I appreciate you finding the loophole, but I'm closing that loophole right I was an there. advocate for that move, too. I was like, fuck. Oh, me, too. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was fucking brilliant, man. He said, fuck this. My team sucks. I'm going to be last if I bench all these guys and I get D'Angelo Williams. So it's a pro move. But uh, no, the reality is that there's too much uncertainty at the bottom. Any of those... Uh, bottom three playoff teams can flip flop any number of ways. So, just well to play my best lineup now. Like I said earlier today, uh, hey, great. Like I said earlier, uh, sorry. Okay, it's not planned. It's just just how the pop comes out. It's gonna do its thing. Uh, uh, but there's just too much movement to be had amongst those bottom three teams, and even Davin. So there's no point in fucking with your lineup. Now, I've said earlier today, I'm not replacing my kicker. I'm not going out of my way. I'm not dropping people that I think are integral to a championship run. So if I beat Devin this week, it's going to be Sands kicker. I'm just saying that right now. I don't give a fuck. So when you asked me last week if, like, why I would tank a spot, because you're in first to get the eight seed, and I was like, some of the middle teams are maybe better matchups for you. Like- yeah, I agree. Were you not paying attention? No, I heard you. I heard you. Because you're like, no, they're not. Well, the issue now for us in particular is that uh, we can't do any worse than third place. In fact, I think with your points for, yeah, barring just the most ridiculous week from Steve Power. Uh, Oh, my fuck, man. Power would need... I've so only got you would, 30 points more than him. Exactly. So you would need to lose. He would need to win and outscore you by 33 points. So I guess it's not that far-fetched. That can happen. 
I can do no worse than third. So, and again, right now, Spencer is the sixth seed, but Spencer could be the fucking ninth seed out of the playoffs after this week. I don't think I want nothing to do with Spencer in the first round. Yeah, the W4 is a little intimidating. Even without McCaffrey, he's fucking rolling. I'd rather take one of those L3 teams, Cove Cowboys, or mm. team dinner. I don't know if I want anything to do with them either. I'd rather take one of those uh, who cares what the L is. It's Nolan teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't think you're going to get Fuck, I swore I wasn't going to call him out too because that goes, fuck, I just, I probably reinvigorated the curse just then. Anything edit, can happen. Edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah, I will. Anything can happen from fourth right down to ninth. Those teams are seven, six, six, and seven. The points four are all pretty even. The only one of those teams that's in any real trouble with a loss is Spencer. Spencer's points four so low that he can go from six to out of the playoffs. But those teams, like they're all jammed up in points four, they're all a win apart. It's uh, I think, uh dinner's gonna be gonna chaos. Be sneaky too. Dinner's got a team. Well, he's his team's only gotten better, but he's also got uh, 1,900 points against him, 1,936. That's first in the league, points against. Yes, yes, so he's is. only at the bottom because he's been getting blasted. Yep, I agree. Cam gets the corpse of Labrador Colts. It's nice for Cam. God, Cam just feels like one of these fucking teams, man, that if he gets in at seventh or eighth, he's just going to murder everyone. Mm-hmm. His team looks healthy. How did Cam get Jamal Williams back? Well, he must have fucking spent up on him on the wire. Yeah, he did. He had a healthy bid in for him. I think it was like 12 bucks or something. Speaking of the wire, how about me and you being told to go fuck ourselves on their Jarvis Landry bids? I didn't look into that too much. Did you have a bid in too? I did, yeah. I bid $11 for him. And oh, I, I had you beat. told to go fuck myself. Yep, by you. But then Davin told us both to go fuck ourselves. Spent uh, 23 on him. Yeah, I kind of really needed him for this week. Isn't that funny um, how that works? Davin traded him to Cam as part of that and trade. Buys and him then back. buys him back on the wire. I don't think I would have used him in the playoffs anyway, so it probably yeah. would have been a big waste of money if I got him. Yeah, and that's why I only had an $11 bid. He was going to replace Marvin Jones as a more comfortable depth piece, break glass in case of emergency, so I wasn't I spending bad more than options this week. Well, lucky for you, friend. You can do no worse than two, so you're good. Cheers. I'm anxious. Taylor by week. Well, at least it's not in week 15. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that would be a thing. No, I don't think it would either, though the NFL could not care less about our fucking fantasy leagues and our fantasy playoffs. No, probably not. I love the meme that popped up at Mac Jones this week. When you do nothing in the group project, it's still good day. <laughs> I don't care about the pass. Fucking sick of the pats. His it's like the early early part of the season where you're like, yes, they're bad. It's gonna be a good year, and then all of a sudden they're not bad. Fuck no. off. Not only are they not bad, they're the best. Fuck. How'd this happen? His passer um, rating was 4.3. I did see that. That's insane. And not only that, he only 
he only completed two or three passes. And one of the completions, John Smith had to do like this double tip to himself, like one-handed circus crutch for one of them. It's crazy. That was not a good game to have people who pass or catch the ball in. Here's another good meme. If Belichick can win with a rookie throwing 19 passing yards, imagine what he could do with a seven-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Don't hit me with the pats. I fucking hate the pats. Somebody commented, I don't think it would ever work. Belichick is highly structured. I don't see a free spirit like Brady doing well in that environment. (laughs) No good. It's funny. Is that a real thing where he said that uh, Josh Jacobs has fucking nine kids? I 23? It seems crazy. Dude just spreading his seed everywhere. You know what my takeaway from that was? Eight. And only 23 years old. Eight baby mamas. I mean, what's he just like every time they go on the road, he's knocking someone else up? He's got to be. You take eight years off of 23, you'd be fucking 15. Raiders Josh Jacobs allegedly has eight kids with eight different women. Ninth child is on the way. Jesus. Fucking vasectomy, man. Just chop it off. Shut it down. Josh has eight kids with eight different women. We've reported four on the three kids that we were aware of, but there's more. We reached out to Josh to get some answers, but no response. So we did a little of our own digging and found his basketball roster. I mean, baby mothers. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, these aren't in any specific order, but allegedly these are the mothers of his kids. At Just Free Your Mind, at... Taylor's Simone at Des Tanny at Alien X at Odd, just whatever the fuck at Summer XO at House of Sunshine, who I'm assuming deleted her page, and Janae, who doesn't have an Instagram, but she is his, she has his first child, Braxton. Yeah, Janae don't want nothing to do with the spotlight. She figured it out quick. On top of the eight, a baby is allegedly on the way. You I don't know if I want to fucking hurt my head anymore, but do, do they have like the ages of the kids in there? I don't know, but there's got to be like, there's got to be two or three that are like four or yeah. two, you know, like they all have the same age to the point you're like, what the fuck? Just like defensive players are told to wrap him up when he gets loose. Jacob's needs to do the same when laying with women. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, he needs to take something hot to it. Just fucking cauterize it. Dude, I can't imagine having eight kids, period. I can't imagine having fucking eight kids and grandkids total. Let's be real here. At 23 years old, you ain't taking care of eight kids. He's just sending mom's money and fucking going and playing football. Dude, I had my first at 25. I thought my life was over, man. And he's fucking two years earning that. I had my first one when I was 20. Well, I had Lydia at 25, Sadie at 30. Sadie, I was a little more prepared for, but Lydia, man, I was broke as fuck. And I was a youngster. I couldn't take care of a fucking kid. But I guess I these guys. I just took stepkids. So I was like, one baby mama, was, that's where the fuck stops. Yeah. No, no more of that. Yeah, well, 
I smartly got snipped after Sadie, but Josh Jacobs don't believe in that apparently. I mean, would they even let him get snipped to 23? I'm still not snipped. Oh, well. It's uh, not a fun I only, have, I only have one kid. Nikki Space can't get pregnant. Wow. <laughs> Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! Let me right. try. It doesn't work. Let me tell you a story of when I got sniffed. This is so funny. So forget the fact that I had to drive like an hour and a half out of town to this fucking shithole town to get it done. When we get there, okay, we go up to the hospital. We take the elevator up, and when I come out, there's a guy waddling out like a fucking penguin. I'm like, no, not doing this. Not doing this. Anyway, my buddy was like, fuck it, man, we're here. We're doing it. You're not backing out now. I said, all right. So the next guy comes out, and he's walking kind of normal. I'm like, okay, well, maybe the first guy was just a fucking pussy. So we're next in line. And then, of course, the next guy comes, and he sits behind me and waits, him and his missus. Was it like a fucking assembly line? or? Oh, this guy, he's known as the dick doctor. He does like 10 a day. It's crazy. Did you go get vasectomies at the Amazon plant, or he said he's seen more than eight thousand dicks. He said you won't have That's the biggest, terrible. and he said you won't have the biggest, and you won't have the smallest either. I'm like, well, that's good to know. You must wake up in the night and see dicks. So, so anyway, the guy behind me, man, I'll never, I'll never forget this. What a fucking loser. So the nurse in triage is like, all right, sir. Hey, gets his name, information. He's like, all right. Just wait here. You're second behind this gentleman here, and you'll be getting uh, you'll be getting your procedure your procedure done down the hall in the minor procedure room. And so the nurse walks away, and as soon as she walks away, he looks at his missus, and he goes, "They're gonna need the major procedure room for me." Oh fuck! Yeah, you. Holy bet. fuck, dude! Yeah. I I thought I was gonna just keel over right there in my chair. I was laughing so hard. Like this fucking guy probably hung like a fucking light switch, make a comment like that. Oh fuck. This meme, these memes are great. Patriots finally have the wind at their back. Josh McDaniels. Run, 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 run. Just a bunch of fucking screenshots from run plays from men. I like it. I don't like memes. You don't like memes? No, they're dumb. They are all about the fucking Patriots, so after this last game, Mac I do Jones. like that uh, that that video with the. If you look closely, you can see the exact moment Ben Roethlisberger decided he was going to retire. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Send it. Oh my god, I'm going to fucking send that to you. Right yes, please. This he says. I'm still laughing every time. Just eat shit. It looks like a pretty good day, too. Like, what are you falling on? There's nobody around him for to like 25 yards. He just took right. the snap literally a second and a half ago, and he takes two steps and just goes down on his tits and throws the ball for no reason. <laughs> it's like fucking hate this shit. No, no pressure, nothing. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, I I like that they uh I like that they came out and claimed it was like some kind of like breaking news. Like Ben is revealed to his teammates he's going to hang him up after this year. Like you don't no fucking shit. you don't fucking say. He's been a tree all season, man. Did you watch that fucking video with the the quarterbacks as chicks? 
Yes. Men, man rated how many beers it would take to sleep with NFL QBs. Garoppolo, water, oxygen. <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to say that Jessica Garoppolo is a fucking smoke show, but. Eh. No, I feel weird about it. There's a couple in there. Even Tannehill, I was like, fuck, that ain't bad. Right? Goddamn editing powers. They've done the same I, thing for like NHL Patrick players. Mahomes gives me fucking nightmare, though. That's nightmare food. Ben Roethlisberger was fucking nightmare food. My God. Ugh. I love this dude's, like, he's just taking the analysis so seriously. Though. Oh, yeah. 22 beers. Yep, full breakdown. I like it. Hey, that's the that's kind of a dedication you need to run a successful media outlet or podcast or anything like that. You should have tried sometime. That's right. Let's dive into this, friend. Let's uh, get started and uh, dive right into the week that was in TBLC. Uh, Where will we start this week? Let's start with your match. Guy with the Skinner tattoo gets victory over Labrador Colts for season split. I did not know until this exact moment that Labrador Colts, in fact, beat you earlier in the season. How about that? One of his three wins was against you, allegedly. Who knew? He beat me in the in my one and three slide. Like I did not know that. And I yeah. do believe I lost to Ryan in that slide, too. How about Oof. that? Well, it's a dark time for your team because as we're about to talk about, Ryan, don't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You defeated Labrador Colts by a score of 155 to 115. Your 155 highlighted by Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. What a stack. 43, almost 44 points. Jay Taylor still doing Jay Taylor things. 24 points, although he did fumble. Nice to know he is, in fact, a human being after all. Deontay Johnson, 31, wowza. Uh, look at you, taking a little dirt throw. Josh Reynolds in your flex, got 11 out of him. That's always nice out of a dirt throw. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's good, especially when you benched uh, Freeman and his 20 points to do it. So it yeah, was real nice. Right. And uh, Colts defense, nice little shutout for you. Nice uh, nice play there. Thought they'd be good against Houston. Did not know they would be shutout good. But overall, pretty good week for you. You predicted yourself to get back off that one-week schneid, and you did those, just that. You must feel pretty good about the team you built. Not the bad. Not the bad, although James but Robinson was, uh, in fact, a bad, yes. Very bad. Very bad. Maybe get the Leonard Fournette back. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that might have been a bad one. I told you when you did it, man. I said it's, it. It's not done. I told you. I, I, I bought in on Robinson for the playoff weeks. So. Yeah, and time will tell, but. But it's not looking like it's going to age very good. <laughs> no. Fournette <laughs> might have put up more at that 44 points that Robinson puts up for you in the whole time he's on your team. <laughs> Same with Devonta Smith. Oh, I told you, man. I, I knew Since that I one. I bought in on that. I think, where are we? Yeah. 10, 10, 4, and 3.5. And so we peaked at 10 points. I'm not always Sweet. right, but sometimes I'm right. And I, I knew the Devonta Smith one was going to be tough. Well, you haven't been right yet because the part that you've never really well right so far. learned is that things have to be done before you can be right or wrong. 
Yeah, I understand that, but you've got a few weeks of Devontae Smith under your belt now and a couple weeks of James Robinson. It's been ugly so far. Confirmed. So, interesting. uh, You made a point of saying that uh, part of the reason why you traded Lamar is because you wanted to be able to comfortably use Freeman as your flex slash When I needed to. Right. See, this is where me and you differ. Like, I would have 100% put Freeman in the flex and not bench Josh Reynolds just for a volume perspective. You don't know what kind of matchup. Yeah, I agree. But Freeman backfired. He was on the road in Pittsburgh, but I didn't see that aging well. Yeah. Couple down weeks. Couple down weeks from your tight ends, too. Granted, Knox played in the uh, New England snowball. So maybe we'll get him a pass. Yeah, the run game, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. Your opponent only put up 115, so not not bad at all. Uh, let's see. Not much to talk about. Sean's 115. Joe Burrow, 19. Leonard Fournette, 22. Chris Godwin, 30. Jesus, a couple of big scores there, but a couple of disappearing acts as well. Jacoby Myers, big fat egg. Oops. Yep. Tim Patrick. Two points. Yeesh. Adrian Peterson. Jesus. Sean picked. Oh, Christ. Sean picked up and started Adrian Peterson. Come on, man. <laughs> eh, what do you do? It's tough. Tough, uh, tough season for Sean. I'd say there's not a man more excited than to get this last fucking week over with just to fucking check out, push the fucking reset button, and move on to next season. He's been toast for like three, four weeks, and we're not having to tell him to set his lineup. So let's get Yeah, he did he did get a win last week. I mean, it'd be cool. I, I predicted him to beat you, but only from a entertainment slash hilarity perspective. No, you didn't. It was a genuine he's yeah. perspective. Yeah, I want yeah, I wanted to be in first up by myself. So now you're now you're gonna talk it back because it didn't go your way. No, I'm not gonna talk it back. Nope. I predicted Sean to win, he lost, whatever. Uh okay. with the, with the win, you improved to nine and four to maintain your share of first place. And with the loss, Sean cemented his place in 12th and will, in fact, finish last place at TBLC this season. To maintain my, my spot in first place. Your share. I have the one beside share me because there's, this, there's this thing called tie break. So, therefore, I am first because yep. I have a one beside me. Yeah, you're you're tied with the team we're gonna talk about next, which is myself, Turd Ferguson. Have the tiebreak. The highlight or the headline for my match team dinner says Turd Ferguson pounds team dinner. Not just third win in a row. It's noteworthy that points. I guess it's a bit of a pounding. It's noteworthy that my lifetime head-to-head matchup with team dinner is 10 to 5 in my favor. You see that. It's under the recap. Oh, the historical series between these two teams has not been that close with Turd Ferguson owning the 10 to 5 lead over Team Dinner. Wow. I didn't know they did that. Uh, let's see. My 152 highlighted by Justin Herbert, quarterback two on the season, 31 points. Uh, Tyler Lockett, 20 points. Nice to wait, see. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't you say that Herbert had 30 points at the half before the half? Yeah, right. Wasn't, wasn't that what you were bragging up? Yeah, I was brag? like, 
He had a 29, just over 29 points at the half. And I was like, yeah, boy, Herbert's going to do some shit. And he finishes 31. 31. Like, uh, y'all going to need more of them second half completions? (laughs) Fuck's sake. Uh, Let's see. George Kittle, 40 points, my man. Elijah Mitchell keeps getting it done, although he's got the little cue next to him. Hope he doesn't miss more than this week. He got me 17 last week. Now some quiet scores around. Mixon crashed down earth, though. It is noteworthy he sustained minor injury during that game. May, in fact, miss this week. And Miles Gaskin did what I was afraid of and did not fall into the end zone, which is a big reason why he's been as productive as he has been. So team dinners 106 highlighted by uh, let's see not a whole lot to go over here josh allen 13 shocking in that snow game berkeley vegetable berkeley another fucking ho-hum game 13 points madison was nice definitely worked the acquisition 21 points Pittman, nice bounce back game 17 kelsey yeah wow three catches for 27 yards not good Turns out that Juwan Jennings, Darth throw we talked about last week, did not, in fact, pan out. <laughs> no. One reception for eight yards. Whoops. Tevin Coleman got him double digits. So how about that? I figured he would have been down around the zero range, too. Bears defense was a interesting start against Arizona with Kyler Beck. Probably not the direction I would have gone in, but didn't matter because, as the headline suggested, I pounded team dinner. He would have needed a lot of things to go differently to get the win. So, Mooney, not the flavor of the week anymore. Five catches, but it was only good for 27 yards. Yeah, not great for sure. And they're talking about bringing Fields back this week, which is just going to murder. Yep. I mean, it's great for Dave Montgomery, but not great for anyone that catches passes, as Fields has shown to this point anyway, that he's not to be trusted. Uh, let's see with the win. I won my third in a row proved to nine and four and share first place with you. And in brackets two, nine and four, two in a share first place with you and team dinner lost his third in a row. And in second with the tiebreak fell to six and seven, barely clinging to that last playoff spot at the moment. As I said, when we were predicting last week's outcome, these are two teams headed in opposite directions, and they are still heading in the opposite directions. This is weird because uh, dinner at six and seven is tied with Cam, who's in seventh, and Gavin, who is in ninth. So basically what you did there by confirming that he's holding down the last spot. Well, just at the moment. Confirmed that the the tie break counts, and he's in eighth. at At the moment. That's how it works. The standings upload once a week based on last week's oh, fine. He's results. tied. He's tied for six. No, he's not. He's eighth. He's tied for six. He's I'm tied for first. Moving on. The Roundhousers defeated Cove Cowboys convincingly by a score of 139 to 121. I called this. How about that? Davins. 139 highlighted by Josh Jacobs, the man with the million kids, 24 points. If you divide those evenly, amounts as eight kids, that's three points per child. 
<laughs> Maybe he's got some contract bonuses that he's shooting for. Yeah, pay right. child support. That's right. Who knows? Uh, Antonio Gibson, 22. How about, how about Gibson, that bell cow role? It's, uh, you're going to see some big numbers out of Gibson as long as McKissick is out of the picture because he is yeah. full-blown three-down bell cow role. It's very nice to see. Uh, Mike Evans, 17. TJ Hawkinson, 15. Nice. Look, even fucking 15 points out of his kicker. How about that? Pretty good week for Davin. That was a must balanced. Yeah, pretty balanced indeed. Davin did what he had to do, got the win, kept himself in the playoff hunt. He's now improved to six and seven, won a second in a row, and currently tied in that three-way jumble at the bottom of the playoff picture. So yep. it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Cam, on the other hand, lost his third in a row. Who would have thought we'd be talking about Cam as a sub-500 team at any point this season? Not me. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have called that either. It wasn't that long ago we were talking about him and Bishop as the fucking kings of the league, and now Cam. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think Cam will find a way to get in, whether it's just through getting a win this week. Sean? Yeah, whether he gets a win or just things shake out with a loss and some movement that I, I think Cam's going to be a playoff team. Um, but it's at least concerning that Cam continues to put up these very beatable scores. I think Cam's, the idea that one of him, Dinner, or Davin could be squeezed out, one of those three isn't going to make it. Yep. Uh, Spencer's in the mix. We'll get to that. We When we talk about Sandys, we can go over that in a little more detail. But there's a handful of teams. Somebody's going to get squeezed out. It's hard to say who. Because Davin's team has been pretty fire the last couple few weeks. Yep, two in a row. He's got to play me this week. Not good, good for him. Glad glad one of them will go. Fuck out of my way. That's right. <laughs> See you next year. Uh, with the win, <laughs> Davin won a second in a row to improve to six and seven. And with the loss, Cove Cowboys lost his third in a row to fall to six and seven. Uh, next up. Clyde Edwards Despair defeated Co Stanza by score of 156 to 139. Clyde Edwards Despair 156, highlighted by Kirk Cousins just quietly getting it done. I believe Kirk Cousins is QB eight on the season. God, another 24 points, man. I guess playing quarterback's pretty easy when you throw Justin Jefferson the ball. Yeah. We'll see how he does without feeling. Yeah, looks like Thielen is going to miss, I think they said, maybe even the rest of the regular season with a high ankle sprain. Yeah, he's definitely on Thursday. It's not good. That Cousins-Thielen stack was uh, pretty good. I mean, not as good as a Cousins-Jefferson stack, but still was looking pretty good for power, so that's a tough loss for him. Well, I know it's too early to expect power to know that he's got a lineup set this week it's only wednesday but um <laughs> do you think he knows he won last weekend yet uh probably not what is lineup? I think he cares. he's probably oh, got it's... like a, an alarm set in his phone for week 15 check yeah. lineup in playoff week yeah it's right um, next to the alarm that says put comment in chat about tight end <laughs> that's right to make, make people think i'm paying attention Annual comment that suggests that I want to improve my team, but I don't actually give a fuck. 
Uh, Kirk Cousins, 24. Uh, Keenan Allen, 22. Very nice. Hunter Renfro. Man, Hunter Renfro just keeps getting done. 19 points. Gronkowski, welcome back. Jesus, 22. Javante Williams, 29. Very, very nice. No fucking time they unleashed that kid. Okay. I know we were talking about this last week with Powers team. I was certain that he had both Javante Williams and Jamal Williams. Did he drop Jamal Williams for fucking the corpse of Mark Ingram? What? Yeah. Very odd. Jamal Williams is locked into that starter role. He was last week. Granted, he didn't do great. But I think Swift is going to miss again this week, maybe. So he needed a flex more than anything. He didn't need to panic drop anybody to get a running back. Yeah, I don't I don't get that, man. I don't get that. Williams would have been his RB2. And then he could we have were, smacked anybody in a flex. Last week, we were complimenting power on owning all the handcuffs. Why, at this point in the season, would you drop a medium to high-value handcuff like Jamal Williams? I don't get it. Very odd. Mm. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Nolan's 139. Not a terrible score. Would have been good enough to beat a handful of teams this past week. Uh, 139 highlighted by, Jesus, Stafford and Cup. 57 points. Cooper fucking Cup, man. Just every fucking week. Unbelievable. Every week. Every fucking yeah. week, Zeke and Pollard, RB1, RB2. Yeah, I don't, I don't get Every it. Every fucking week. Uh, yeah. So he started two running backs on the same team. Shocker that didn't work out. Uh, Sony Michelle was a nice pickup start. That was good for Gary. 22 points. Mm-hmm. Jake Elliott, wow, 17 points. Have a day. Not a whole lot else. Happening Kendrick there. Bourne, three rush yards. That was a fucking ugly Monday nighter. Uh, with the win, Clyde Evers to spare improved to eight and five with the second win in a row. And with the loss, Co Sansa fell to seven and six. I was gonna be real pumped when he realizes he made the playoffs in like two weeks. Yeah, right. You'll check to see. Power's totally just gonna win the league. Just log Holy in. Holy like, fuck, I made the playoffs. I won. Oh, how about that? <laughs> holy, holy fuck, I made the playoffs. It was a fucking that out in February. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Shogun Master defeated No Sue for You by score 165 to 111. Jesus. Spencer crawling back from the dead. One point was three and six. We were talking about him giving up that free win to football team and he said fuck you guys your bullshit analysis i'm winning He's been fucking rolling for the last few weeks yes he has despite playing fucking qb roulette it seems with jalen hurts either injured or not producing he's not just uh winning he's dunking on everyone yep his uh 165 highlighted by Austin Eckler, 17. Miles Sanders, 17. Wow. Justin Jefferson, 36. Christ. Elijah Moore, 20. Oops. You were uh, regretting that one, friend? Yeah. No, I told you I was trading a pretty good player there. You were the one that was like, oh, I don't know, he's waving fodder. 
Uh, no, I didn't say that. We were both just questioning whether or not he'd still produce with uh, Zach Wilson back. Boomer bust, I believe is what you said. And I was like, he's produced with every quarterback he's had the last few weeks. I would Spencer rolling at Russell Gage. Not sure I would have had the balls to do that against Tampa Bay, and he was rewarded with 22 points. Well done. Uh, very nice week for Spencer. Spencer's uh, kind of worked himself into a spot where now that he's steamrolling everybody – if he loses at it, like if he does anything but win, he's just going to be like, fuck, I was one Christian McCaffrey away from winning it all. Yeah, He's going to have that black cloud hanging over it no matter how it goes. If the, only, but win. the only issue for Spencer is that up until this four-game winning streak, his team was not scoring very high at all. And as a result, his team is one of the lower scoring teams in a playoff spot at the moment. So should he happen to lose next week, Spencer can fall from sixth all the way to out of the playoffs if the stars align against him. So time will tell. Uh, It's almost like his points for is being dramatically impacted by not playing a lineup one week. Yep. Yep. Who knows, man? He sets that lineup against Chelsea. He gives himself, what, an extra 40, 50 points and a win. And he's in the convo. We'll be talking about him as a slam dunk. 8-5 playoff team now, but such is life. Uh, Let's see. No sue for you. 111. The low light of buy. Wow. Another another fucking week out of the Mahomes Hill stack. 16, 17 points. Oh, my God. It's crazy how dependent his team has become on the success of that staff. Crazy. Fuck me. Like, looking at the rest of Bishop's team a couple months ago, I never would have thought, like, if they had a down week, he could eat it fine. Yeah. Now they have a down week. He's just crippled. You were quick to point out that you didn't necessarily like the Mahomes Hill stacking against Denver this week. And I thought that maybe yeah. because they were division rival, they would do okay. But you were bang on. Jesus. I would have liked him against any team in the fucking league. But by about week seven, week eight, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't matchup proof. Nope. It's definitely not. I, man, I think Bishop's team's in trouble. I think. We could be looking at a one-and-done team here come playoff time. I I am an advocate for stacks, but it's pretty obvious at this point that the Mahomes-Hill stack is broken, and uh, it feels like that could be more of an anchor for him come playoff time. We could be wrong, and maybe Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, fantasy playoffs? Okay, just fucking breaks out of his body cast and fucking goes ham every week. He's been taking some licks, too. Yep. Williams COVID now. Uh, Kenny yeah. Drake, not, not like that was the biggest loss in the world, but still, that's his depth to kind of whack in if anybody else gets hurt. He gone. He can roll Patterson and the Harris twins uh, in his RBRB flex slot. That's fine. It's just anything that actually worked out for uh, Davin. It's not Jacobs is going to have all the field he wants. Yep. Davin, Jesus, he's got Jacobs now with no competition and fucking Antonio Gibson with no competition. Could be. Maybe I should fucking go all out on Davin this week because maybe this team I don't want to see in playoffs. Things are lining up for Davin. Yep. Not so much for Bishop. No, he did get another decent game out of Cordero. Fuck 13 against that Tampa run defense. Pretty good. Yep. Um, Zach Ertz got Kyler back and was like, nope, I'm not going to football anymore. That was a good stretch, but yep. take, it, take it from here, boys. I'm out. Colt McCoy loved Zach Ertz. Mm, Kyler Murray, not so much. Yeah. 
Uh, Mike Williams had a good game for him, 16. Jerry Judy, not bad, with a dozen. Uh, Damian Harris, 17 points. Nice, nice to see him doing football things on someone else's team. Hope he's not out too long. The hamstring injury looked bad. They fucking, fuck, he was out. And then he's like, no, put me back in. I'm good. And then was like, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that game came from that one rush, too, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. 165 yards. Yep, that's right. But I mean, that game was a fucking wipeout. Like, how do you measure anything off of that game? You don't. With the win, Spencer won his fourth in a row to prove to seven and six. And with the loss, no suit for you fell to seven and six and lost his second in a row. And finally, the high score of the week. It's not a team you would expect. No, sir. Football team. Yep, I said that correctly. Football team defeated four verticals by a score of 177 to 74. That's right, friends. A 103-point margin of victory. The margin of victory was more points than four verticals even put up, for fuck's sake. It's fucking Now that I'm looking at this matchup, I I have this feeling like we're going to be called in front of a judge to testify about it. Yep. I've witnessed a, a horrible crime in some way. The cops are going to knock on the door. Can we have yeah. any statements? We're an accessory to murder here. Yeah. This is... You guys uh, let this happen? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't set his lineup. I don't run his team. I didn't know. I didn't know till now. I didn't know. Let's see. Football team's high score of the week. Highlighted by Tom Brady, 37. Whoa. Mike Davis? M-, M. Davis? No, that can't be Mike Davis, can it? 17 no. points? Must have found the end zone. Jesus. Nolan's over there fucking whacking in Zeke and Pollard. Yep. Let Davis go, and now Davis is doing shit. Uh, yeah. Well, I That's think tough. it was Mike Davis, 17. David Montgomery, hello, 28. Uh, Jalen Waddle, man, Jalen Waddle, real fucking deal. Look at that. Nine catches for 90 yards. Very nice. Dallas Goddard have a fucking game. No wonder Devontae Smith didn't catch any passes. Dallas Goddard was catching them all. (laughs) Oops. 29 for Goddard. Beckham, oh, lucky took our vice. He said, oh, fine. Okay, I traded for Beckham. I'll start him. 11 points. Very nice. Rams defense, 17. Pretty, pretty good. Even managed to leave Tyler Boyd on his bench. Could have got a few more points if he decided to start him. Cam's missing piece. Yeah, that's right. Cam's missing piece to the trifecta. That's right. It's noteworthy that he put up uh, this score without Dalvin Cook, who was out with injury. Very nice. But unfortunately, looks like too little too late for the football team as – I don't think it's not impossible. And again, we'll go over this shortly when we go over the standings, but he needs a fucking perfect storm to make playoffs, man. I, I don't think this is going to be a playoff team, but crazier things have happened. I don't say before verticals, a trash dumpster fire of a team. Let's see. Uh, not a whole lot to say with four verticals, 74 points, although it is noteworthy that this is the third time this season that the four verticals have scored less than 90 points in full PPR. Absolutely disgusting. 
I mean, fuck, Matt Breida, two points. Daryl Henderson, uh, zero. Did he even touch the ball? He was active, wasn't he? Yeah. Talk about uh, McVay fucking with people. Henderson is active. He ain't going to do anything, but he's active. Active but doesn't play. Oh, man. What a cunt. Right. So in the event that Jacksonville somehow made the game competitive, he said that he would have put Henderson out there, but that game is basically over right from the coin toss. So yep. they just said, ah, fuck it. We'll let Sony Michelle run wild. Ah, probably Chris... crater half a million football seasons in the process. Oh, just murdered fantasy football teams everywhere. Left, right, center. Uh, let's see. Christian Kirk, one reception, four yards. Fucking awesome. Wow. Aaron Jones and Al Mazzard on a bye. Too bad. Too bad he didn't fucking make a deal to take care of those bye weeks. Yeah, as we said, although it was ironic, our assessment of this match, what was it you said? This is like watching two cows take a shit. Guess which one shit hits the ground first? Well, Justin's team. Not only did Justin's team, his cow shit hit the ground first, but it fucking cratered the earth around him and opened up a sinkhole with that massive score. Ryan's cow was incinerated. (laughs) Ryan's cow still stood there prairie dogging a week later. Brian's cow is on my fucking plate. Yeah, that's right. Nice slab of beef. Nice Not good. Steak. No. So with the loss, uh, Ryan's team fell to five and eight, and his season is basically over. Um, with the win, Justin approved five and eight. But again, I don't think he can make the playoffs. But no, he's fucked. This is what we were saying all along. Eight losses was a threshold, right? Seven, we, we always thought that seven and seven was going to be good enough for a playoff team and that eight losses was too many. And that appears to be the case, which for my sanity is good because I still haven't recovered from last season. Two fucking five and eight teams in the final, man. That still haunts me. Fuck's sake. All right, let's quickly move on and make some predictions for week 14, the final week of the fantasy regular season. Starting with yourself, God Skinner Tattoo versus Incinerated Cow Shit. Uh, I pick you, you pick you next. Earlier, I would have maybe leaned towards picking Ryan because I've got some bad stuff going on this week that I don't really fucking care about a whole lot. But after looking over his team just then, and I don't think he's going to hit anywhere near his projection. I'm pick me. Yeah, I'm not even going to. I usually advocate for pick a team to win. Give me one reason, move on. I'm just picking you, and the reason is because you're playing Ryan. I might only be good for like 110, 115 this week. Might that should be, be enough. enough to beat Ryan by about 30 points at this rate. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. get his fourth sub-90 point total of the season. Who knows? Uh, let's see. No suit for you versus football team. Critical matchup for no suit for you as he is kind of in the middle of the pack there. I think he's safe at seven and six, but you never know. He's got Mike Williams potentially going to miss this game with COVID issues. Um, Damian Harris on a bye. He's got James Crowder in his flex. It's always ugly. Well, this game is going to come down to 
It's going to come down to the Mahomes Hill stack. Do we think they perform against Las Vegas? Yeah, I'm going to pick Bishop. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm going to pick Justin. Fuck it. Why not? Justin's Justin going to get Dalvin Cook? Is he going to? No. Dalvin's going to miss at least one more week. Return to practice yesterday. Yeah, it's limited. I would say if I was a betting man, I'd say Dalvin Cook returns in time for the fantasy playoffs in week 15. Not that that will matter for a football team. Right. But I, I will predict. You know all the shit. Yeah, that's right. I predict that football team gets the win, but it is, in fact, too little too late. Okay. Clyde Edwards Spare versus Shogun Master. A couple of hot teams here. Clyde Edwards Spare running a two game winning streak. Shogun Master running a four game winning streak. Who do you like? Uh, Spencer. Yeah, I also like Spencer. They both have bye week problems, but Clyde Edwards Spare has Allen out with COVID. I like Spencer to keep this ball rolling. Yeah, head, I do too. Head into the playoffs in a five game winning streak. I also like Power to not know what happens either way. Yep. Power logs in and it's like, oh, hey, look at that. I'm, I'm in the playoffs. Okay. Let's see. Cove Cowboys versus Labrador Colts. Can Sean pull this off? Mm, no. Don't he, he gets AJ Dillon back in a decent matchup against Chicago. Wilson. Against Houston, that could be good. Could be good. Man, uh, yeah, I was wrong on Sean last week. Cam looks like he's going to get Kamara back. Super plus matchup against the Jets. Doesn't look like he's getting Kamara back. He's getting Kamara back. Okay, is that locked he, in, locked and loaded? Yep, he has no injury designation, full participant against nice. the Jets. There you go. Yeah, man, I I want to pick Sean here, but I can't. I think that Cam does, in fact, pull it off, gets off the shine, and then books himself a spot in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, Sean's big Fournette Godwin deal is uh, taking on the Buffalo Bills this week. Yeah, it could be trouble. That's a tough defense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, we both pick Cam. Let's see. Yeah. Team Dinner versus Co-Stanza. Can team dinner get off that three game schneid? I don't know. This is a couple yeah. teams at full strength. Oh, no, no, team dinners without Pittman and Stevenson. Although he's got Chuba Hubbard there, it's Atlanta. I mean, fucking throw him in your lineup, please. Christ, taking dinner. Uh, Stafford and cup against Arizona. Oh, looks no like one's, no one's throwing us a curveball here. Hey, you just when you think he's not going with the Elliot Pollard stack, you look at his flex. Pollard. <laughs> hey, you just <laughs> didn't want him just didn't want him side by side. I Crazy. still don't like Nolan this week. Yeah, I don't like Nolan this week either. I think uh, team dinner gets a win and I think that playoff picture is going to be real messy. Assuming I think Adam- he's pretty much these guys at seven and six are pretty much. Yeah, except for Spencer. We can go over that now in a second. And last matchup to project myself, Turd Ferguson against the Roundhousers. Already said on record, 
I'm not doing anything that's going to compromise my team going into the playoffs. That includes picking up a kicker. So I'm already rolling in this matchup one less player. I don't it's know. The matchup maybe. of the week. Yeah, this is a big one. Well, if nothing else, let's let's pause the narrative for one moment. Let's give Davin props for uh, not finishing last this year. Every yeah. single year, Davin's been in TVLC. He's finished dead fucking last, but not this year. I don't know if I want to see him in round one. I kind of hope he misses. Yeah, we talked about this a second ago. I mean, he just beat beat me a week ago. That's right. He's got Jacobs and Gibson in full-blown bell count roles now that their handcuffs have been decimated by injury. Evans, Landry, Hollywood, that's a pretty decent wide receiver trio. It's decent. Yep. Jamar Chase and his flex, I mean, man, that is not a bad-looking team. Captain Ivermectin and his fucking bum toe at quarterback. Uh, Captain Ivermectin, that's right. Man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm picking Davin. I'm picking Davin if for no other reason just to make the the playoff picture that much more chaotic. I'm picking Davin because he actually has a chance. I think he's going to win. Not not just because he's playing you, and I hate you. That's fine. Davin could quite literally end up being one of these teams that makes the playoffs in the last week and then goes on a run. Yeah. It is a pretty solid roster. It's noteworthy that Davin uh, traded Landry to Cam as a part of that big three-for-three three trade they made. And they Cam, just bought him back. Yeah, Cam, I guess, had to drop him. I don't know what happened in Cam's matchup last week, but at some point, I guess he had to drop Landry because it was his bye, and then Davin said, fuck, fuck, give him right back to me. So he <laughs> bought him back. So, not bad. Landry has, I mean, he does have Baker throwing the ball so he can give him two points on any given week. But he does appear to be the go-to pass catcher in Cleveland for whatever that's worth. Yeah, okay. So, I predict, I also predict the Roundhouses to win, which is fine by me. I do not mind finishing 9-5. and I'm locked in. Playoff bound. Let's go. All right. Let's go over the standings after last week's matchups and do some quick playoff analysis, see what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. I don't want to upset you anymore. So first place, Guy Skinner Tattoo, nine and four. Second place, Turd Ferguson, nine and four. See, was it that fucking hard? My winning streak. My winning streak is three times as much as yours. I'm just saying. Since when is winning streaks measured into anything? I mean, just good for you. Just, oh, look at me. I got a winning streak. <laughs> won seven weeks in a row. And third place, we have Clyde Edwards Spare, eight and five. And we've got three teams tied at seven and six. No sue for you, Costanza and Shogun Master. And we've got three teams tied at six and seven. Cove Cowboys team dinner round housers. Football team and four verticals sit at five and eight. And Labrador Colts all alone in 12th at three and 10. So as we've been talking about in the matchup breakdowns, someone's getting the squeeze. We've got three, seven, and six teams, three, six, and seven teams. That's six teams with five playoff spots to claim. In this game of musical chairs, someone's getting shut out. Who do we think is not 
going to be there come playoff time. Well, I see Spencer shooting up. I think he goes eight, eight and six. Yep. And, but this, and Nolan goes down. But Nolan is seven and seven. This is ironic because Spencer currently is in sixth place at seven and six, but Spencer's points four is a hundred plus lower than some of the other teams in that yeah. playoff uh, bracket. If Spencer loses this week, Spencer can nervous. go from sixth to ninth real quick. Oh, yeah. But we I already I don't see it. We all well, we already predicted Davin and Dinner and Cole Cowboys for wins. So if our predictions come to fruition and then he loses, he goes from sixth to ninth. It would be a bad beat, as you would like to say. If but, he loses, yeah. Yeah. Even if all three of them when they go to seven and seven, and that's where the cutoff is. And then right. you could possibly bring Nolan and maybe even Bishop into the seven and seven equation. So all of a sudden yep. you have five teams there and one of them would get cut. Yeah, it's uh I don't know, man. I I don't know. I really like Cam and his matchup like dinner. I even I really like Davin against me this week, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think we could see Spence. I think we could see Spence following the playoff picture here. If he loses, oh. he's in trouble. You can do no worse than second based on your points for, so that's good. I can do if, no if worse. If Nolan puts up a flop this week, he could be in that conversation real quick. Yeah, it would have to be like a Brian Evans-esque week, though. I don't know. If he gets uh, 110, say, and Davin and Dinner both eclipse 150, he's done. If yep. it fell that way. Can you imagine? Gary Nolan and Nolan's very capable out. of 110. Let's uh, let's move on. Talk about the Guillotine League decapitation nation. For the first time ever, I have to say that our lone lady, Miss Megan, was decapitated. First time, two seasons. We can say that as she was, as her team name suggests, the inaugural champ. She won last year and made it all the way to sixth place this year. I I don't even know how you can begin to applaud her first two seasons in this pool. Just fucking unbelievable, man. What a fucking run for Megan. An absolute juggernaut goes down. Yep. And I totally caught myself there because – as a, as a married guy and a father of two daughters, I was going to be like an absolute heavyweight goes down. But I, I learned <laughs> certain words oh, that you can't Christ. say because they get taken out of context. So yep. glad I didn't get two minutes for tripping. She's just fucking blowing fucking you bad. up in the group chat. Joel, you fucking yeah. piece of you shit. You motherfucker. You never fucking met me. You don't know what I fucking they mean. Like. Heavyweight. Yeah. Cameron, <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> a juggernaut let's that's the safe yes. word right that's right yeah, yeah. safe she's, word, yeah. even with the loss she's still the, the all-time weeks played leader in this pool and that counts and uh it's ironic uh last week when you offered me the 25 dollar rebate wager and i you were gonna to- take her I was fucking going to take her. You, you absolutely were going to take her. I knew that, that you would right. take her before I even offered it. Right. That's and how in your fucking skull I am. I knew it. Yeah, well, like ING Direct 
I saved my money. And <laughs> but I would have picked her. I mean, how could I not? The only one with a budget left, I would have absolutely had to have picked her, and I would be down $75. And all right, let's see. Inaugural champ, her decapitated score of 119. Let's see. Dak 14. Keenan Allen 22. Uh, Diggs nine, James Robinson two and a half. That was tough. That's ultimately what did her in. He got injured mid game. Josh Jacobs twenty four, Gronkowski twenty two, Hopkins eleven, Tucker seven, Buffalo defense six and a half. So tough to see our lone lady go down. But cheers to Megan for like you said, all time weeks leader in this pool. Bye. I'm feeling she'll be back strong next year too. Yep, she managed. It's again, I still do believe it's a luck league, but she managed her budget very well. So, like luck plus money management, but in yeah. any event, she did both very well. So, hats off. I to mean, me. at the end of the day, they're all luck leagues. This is just a little yeah, bit, maybe just, more of a luck league, but you still have yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. Have your shit together. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know that because. You never really played in it, but well, I just know from just kind of being a commissioner and kind of kind of watching what people say in the group chat and stuff like that, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My okay. Now we also need to point out the team that had the high score last week, and that was football team one fifty four point four. Very nice. Let's see. He put up 154 with no quarterback, no kicker, and no defense. What the fuck? Look at those fucking scores. Oh, my God. Deontay, 30. Kittle, 40. Madison, 22. Connor, 19. Evans, 17. Cooper Cup, 27. Jesus Christ. High score of the week with no quarterback, no kicker, no defense. My God. As soon as he knew he was safe, he was just like, fucking bench everyone. Get me that fucking tiebreaker. Notice that Cam is now a negative executioner. That's fucking cold, as I say. (laughs) Cam has just been trolling this league. As soon as I pick Colin, sloppy executioner. Colin goes down, business executioner. Megan goes down, Megan's executioner. Fucking savage, man. Fucking savage. Cam. It's beautiful. Cam's meme game, Cam's troll game, Cam's gift game is fucking top shelf, man. I love it. Cam says something in the group chat within seconds. Got three or four perfect gifts just queued up, ready to tell the story. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, you're jealous of how quick you can load them up, hey? Yeah, fuck. Because you're notorious for going, hey, I got this really sweet burn that's going to be followed up with a gift. Right, you disappear for fucking two minutes while you're well, looking before it up. I, before I can say it, you'll you'll comment in parentheses. Desperately looks for a gift to comment. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like you know, I'm doing it. I know I'm doing it. I've taken to like I'll look up the gift beforehand. I'm like, okay, I just got to type in this word. It'll be the top one, and then I can just type what I got to say. And I go to the gift bar, and then I'll type that, and then I'll pop it up. And before I can even fucking do that, you're like, oh, Skinner's looking for his gift, guys. Give him a second. Fucking cunt. <laughs> Don't you download it first? Yeah, but... You just uh, have it in your downloads? I don't. Maybe I'm just doing it. What a fucking amateur. My God. 
Yeah, my gift game is weak. Just like my guillotine league game is weak. All right. Anyway, guillotine league question. Yes. When did Cam? Am I qualified to answer this? No, probably not. But you're reading the transactions. So when did Cam dump all his money? Uh, That's a good question. Maybe I just altered his budget. Because I don't see any real big waiver ads this week at all. Let's see. Fab offers uh, Megan's executioner. He took Devontae Adams for five bucks. Kyler Murray for a buck. Stefan Diggs for a buck. Fab offers. Alvin Kamara for a buck. How the fuck is that for money well spent? Uh, Austin Eckler he got for 14 last week. Uh, So he's just spending like Cam's budget I mean, it's going to add up. You got Zeke for seven bucks. You got Dalvin for 21. You know, so his budget was high, but in the last few weeks, he's spent basically all of it. This Look past week. pickups this week. It's ridiculous. Demonte for five. He wins the fucking. Uh, I like that he won the, uh, the tiebreaker with the football team for digs. That could be huge. That could be what wins him this fucking pool, man. Did he, so he didn't, was there no tiebreaker on Camara? He just got him for a dollar outright? Yeah, because Ryan was low bid with zero dollars. Good try. Oh, because Ryan's still in this. I get it. Somehow. We don't, we don't talk about Ryan much, man. He's been quietly gotten into the top five here. Because he's absolutely punted his TBLC team. Why would we give him the time of day in this league? Because of unbiasedness. Yeah, good point. We do need to stay objective here, don't we? Shout out to Davin for changing his team name after you said uh, Davin because Chuck and Dirts. And then he changed his team name to Chuck and Dirts with picture Chuck Norris. <laughs> Turns out Davin's a listener of the show. Oh, yeah, Davin loves the show. We talk, we talk about hockey every week. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that the the Chuck and Darts came with a Chuck Norris picture. That's right. Well done. Yep. Okay, so uh, my wounds have been licked, and I'm ready to go for that rebate. So name your terms. It's not a rebate. Well, you said you'd be offering a $25 chance to win some money back. Yeah, that's not a rebate. A rebate is like I just give you money. I'm not giving you money. Well, a a potential rebate. Fuck off. That's my- I'll call it like a, I'll give you a side bet, $25 okay. side bet. And, and like, I'll stick with Cam. You can pick your own replacement because you're taking Davin now. And we all know it. No, I'm not. No. No. I'm going to go with a football team. Shut the fuck up. There you go. Yep. Money in the bank. I, call, I called Justin today and I said, Justin, just let you know. I'm taking Joel's $25 bet and I'm picking your team. I said, do not fuck this up. At this point, though, it doesn't even matter. This feels like me just lighting another 25 bucks on fire because Tam, Cam's so we're team. We're three, looks four weeks into this, and I've yet to have to tell Cam to get it together. Cam's team yep. looks unbeatable. And you were like, far running backs, far running backs. Now, I was like, it's fine. It's all right. This Nothing is why scare. I'm picking Justin. Okay. If Cam is going to go down, it's going to be this week. 
Cam's got Jonathan Taylor on a bye, and I don't know if Cam's going to be willing to drop him. But if he does have to panic drop Jonathan Taylor this week, Justin would be the one to get him back, as Justin now has four web dollars left. Cam only has two web dollars left. So with a simple $3 bid, Justin would guarantee himself one Jonathan Taylor. I see zero hesitation in him punting Taylor if he he knows what he's doing here. Yeah, Taylor's a tough one, though, man. We've already established that his ceiling is fucking 50 points. And but also floor. look at that look at that fucking lineup. Kyler, Diggs, Adams, Camara, oh, Eckler, Kelsey. He ain't needing to drop nobody this week. Well, just saying. If Kyler like reaggravates early, this is the week. Put it this way: if Cam survives this week, Cam wins pool. I say that now, and I'll be owing you heaps of money. So I am accepting your wager for twenty five. Pick a football team. So, what are the terms? Football team just says outlast Cam. Yeah, I'm not giving you the like the extra bonus option. No, that's fine. Whole thing. It's just I understand that. Twenty five. If if your your new horse can take down my current winning horse, that doesn't lose. All right, so I pick football team for that, and we'll immediately follow that up by saying, "I apologize, football team, for cursing your team and ending your season." Thank you in advance for your Canadian dollars. Can I can I say that I'm putting 25 on football team and then immediately predict his team to get eliminated this week? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to give him the fucking kiss of death by picking his team. I would fucking love if Justin's been sitting on this like mad grudge all season listening to you shit talk him every week and he's like, yeah, sure. Pick my team, Andrew. Go ahead. Dude. He's just going to mail it the fuck in. Well, just to bury you. It's funny you should say that. Text message from Justin Kennedy earlier today. You motherfucker, you thought I would lose. I said, I predicted a tie. Joel thought you would lose. He said, no dice. Joel said, Devin, you piece of shit. You're dead to me. Whatever you do. <laughs> whatever you do, don't curse me and pick me to win. <laughs> I thought he was talking about TBLC. So, sorry, Justin, I'm going to do the literal opposite. I am, in fact, going to pick you, not even necessarily to win, just please outlast Cam. Give me some of my fucking money back, please. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's going to see this. And it's just, Christmas time. Look, Justin. Spencer your cyanide tablet right down the fucking gizzard. Look, Justin, this is me, your friend, Skinner, pleading to you, okay? It's Christmas time. I got kids. I got families to feed. I can't afford to be giving Joel on my hard-earned Canadian dollars, can you please just say last can, please, so I can salvage some of my of my money and my fucking dignity, please. I don't think you can set a personal best with him, though. No. There's not enough weeks. Oh left. fuck no, no. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna edit that out. No more of this personal best fucking hex shit. That you is the ultimate hex. Skinner, 15, you're gonna... 15, 16, 17, 18. There's five weeks left, Skinner. You could do a personal best. No. You could. Edit, edit, there's there's edit, five weeks. Edit, edit, edit. If Justin goes deep. You're going to do a personal best. E D I T exclamation mark. Personal best. All right. So five teams remaining. Let's predict a team to get eliminated this week. Once again, last week, we were both wrong. Fucking shocker. 
how six teams left in the pool. We still can't predict someone to get fucking eliminated. <laughs> yeah, maybe when there's two teams left, one of us can manage to get one right. What do you think? Yeah, probably not. Probably not, no. So, five teams left. Pick someone to go down this week. Oh, that means I gotta look at the fucking teams. Just pick one out of a hat. What do you fucking care? Trying to put some logic to this. Listen, your logic last week was Devin because Darthro. And it didn't work, so I gotta try something else. Yeah, at one point earlier in the season, you were using science. You said you were predicting Rise team because science said some of the lowest points for science failed me horribly. That's right. You know what? In the spirit of you just fucking screwing everyone, I'm going to pick Justin to go this week. (laughs) (laughs) These teams are all fucking so good now. So hurt. I, uh, okay. I made a promise this man that I would keep his name out of my lips for a certain amount of weeks. That period of time is almost certainly expired by now. I'm going to go ahead and pick Ryan to go down this week. Not by any magical science or anything. I just think that of the five teams left, his is not the greatest and has some tough matchups this week. Allen at Tampa Bay could be tricky. Uh, Fournette, conversely, at Buffalo, they're both in the same game. Like Buffalo's got a good run D. Allen, again, could be tough. Hollywood Brown has been kind of on a downside lately with uh, Lamar struggling. Montgomery's banged up, should play, but could be banged up. Andrews, again, struggling lately under Lamar. Barkley is a corpse of his former self. Interesting that he's got Debo and Javante. I guess he's kind of got his options just kind of waiting. Measuring there. his options, yeah. Yeah, in case Montgomery misses. Not sure, but well, I guess if Debo plays, he'll get him in the. I mean, at this, at this point, if you're down to like a kicker in defense, you can pick whatever the fuck you want on game day. Exactly. There's going to be so many options. Exactly. There. So it looks like if anything else, he's playing keep away with Devo and Javante so far. So in any event, uh, again, it's five teams, man. Can you even hurt these guys feelings at this point? If one of these guys are no. going down now. They have fucking had a great year, just like Megan. So I am going to predict Ryan to go down this week. As soon as you, put some serious analysis to it. I knew he was going to have one of the better weeks of the season. Yeah. So congrats to Ryan do we on know? a high score. We don't. What's your last week? I picked Justin to go down last week. What did he do at the high score with no fucking quarterback for fuck's sake? And then he turned around and picked him to, to go deeper than camp. And now, and now he'll have the lowest score of the week. So fucked up. You could do a personal worse. That's still on the table. Yeah. Well, I've done a lot of personal things in this pool, like personally sending you heaps of money for making stupid yeah. predictions. <laughs> I like your transfers in my personal email. Yeah. You'll be getting them soon. I'm sure it'll be to the tune of 125 bucks because I can't fucking do anything right in this pool. And that includes yeah, yeah. picking people to win. Okay. Yeah, you're shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I am shit. That is correct. Just one big. 
that's a good uh, that's a good segue. Let's uh, transition from my shitty predictions in the eighteen league to shitty slash shitty players in the NFL. Oh, there's a segue. Yeah, let's... that's a pro move. Yeah, if I can do anything right, it's I can make a decent segue. So at least I got that go. going for me. All right, let's uh, get into the shirt of the week. Shirt of the week. And the shirt of the week for week 13. Kind of a tough one again, because as we have grown accustomed to in TBLC, there was a sea of blowouts. So... We can feel with, Ryan just quit cringing at this point, eh? Yeah, Ryan's got to know that the shirt of the week is basically going to involve him in some way, shape, or form every week. And this past week was no <laughs> exception. The shirt of the week is none other than Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott completed 26 of 40 pass attempts for 238 yards, one touchdown, and one pick for a Paltry 13.22 points. Not an awful score, but it is noteworthy that Dak was both on Ryan's low score of the year in TBLC, and he was the quarterback for Megan's capitated team. So seemed like the best choice for the shirt of the week. It's just not what you expected out of Dak, especially since Josh Allen absolutely shredded them the week prior. Saints defense started out the season. It's one of the top flight defenses, but as the losses have been piling up, their defense has just been getting worse and worse every week to the point where you almost want to have your fantasy players going up against the Saints. So really shocked to see Dak put up a score like that. Any thoughts on the share of the week? Or are you just along for the ride? No, I did I did no prep on this, so just go off. You. <laughs> you're like oh, i didn't do anything Who gives sounds good thing? good analysis <laughs> you're, you're rolling Just rubber stamp go. rubber stamp okay well there you go i concur hey. all right you heard it here friends Dak prescott shirt of the week joel concurs <laughs> that's it okay friend well i'll uh let you go there Best of luck in this final week of the TBLC regular season. Interested to get into playoffs next week. I hope you suffer all of the critical injuries. Well, you know, I mean, if I'm going to go down, I would rather my team just shit the bed. I don't want my guys to get hurt mid-fucking game. That's, that's not nice. I want them to get hurt. Okay. Well, like, like real hurt. Bad, bad hurt. Oh. Joe Mixon has severed his leg. Joe Mixon has been put in a nursing home. Well, let's hope for the sake of Joe Mixon and his probable wife and kids that that doesn't happen. Anyway, sir, you have a good week. Uh, Best of luck. Yeah, you too. Yep. Okay, buddy. Bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. Contact us anytime at the weekly fantasy roundup at gmail.com.